Welcome to With Wael, The Ultimate Show. I would love Deborah to start to introduce herself to our guest, to our... Well, thank you so much for letting me be on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here. And I'm Deborah Jordan. I'm a mother of seven. I'm in Utah, but I sell real estate, but I'm starting into the speaking circuit. So thanks for letting me be on your podcast today. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Wow. And I just been speaking on you too. So just to preface this, I know you do engineering. I'm married to an engineer. So I love engineers. Like we come from like the whole family, a bunch of engineers are in my family. So we love engineers. Wow. So a mother of seven. So what make you uh, switch to the uh, speaking business? I always talk. That's what I do is I talk all day, but no, it's something I wanted to do for a long time. I just haven't had the, the opportunity to do it. I've, I've just been so busy. I haven't pursued it, but now I'm getting serious. I'm like, okay, let's do this and let's, let's get into it now. And what are the main topics you speak about? So I like, well, there are a few. One is, having faith, overcoming adversity, persevering, kind of making a plan and sticking with it. But the one I kind of want to focus on is, um, sorry, let me think about this for a second. How would I put it? Basically, how to accomplish your goal by breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. So instead of saying, oh yeah, I want to go to the Olympics, you say, okay, what do I need to do first? Okay, first I need to have a propensity for this task or this goal and then you break it into small bite-sized chunks but those bite-sized chunks add up to something a lot bigger than a small task in of itself so that is people are afraid of failing they're afraid of taking something on because it's so big they can't they can't imagine accomplishing it in one step so basically Take it from one thing, get something big, and break it into something, into a bunch of small things, and then accomplish the small things, and that's how you accomplish something big. Wow. So you're, you, this topic would be mainly uh, accountability and uh, self-organized or organization, which is an important aspect of uh, life coaching. So what makes you decide to select this, this approach or this particular subtopic in life coaching because everyone has a goal everyone has dreams ideals aspirations that they want to accomplish in life but most people are afraid of reaching for their goals because because they don't know how to do it you're like yeah i want a million dollars and they don't know how to do it they don't know what to do yeah i want to do X, Y, or Z, and they have some grand plan, but they like their dream is up in the clouds and they don't know how to get to their dream. So by showing people make a plan and take a step, they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So basically you take that first step and it builds momentum. That step takes you to the next step, which takes you to the next step. And eventually you get to where you want to be. Wow. I love it. I love the the cloud. I love the the steps. It's great. So, 
coming from real estate, real, you're like a real estate agent, is that right? Or a realtor? Correct. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. So, and seven kids, which is, I want to talk more about how you can manage your time between your seven kids and the seven kids, because anybody has seven kids, their job is the seven kids. I don't believe somebody has the seven kids and, the, and something else, okay? The way I do it is, thankfully, there's technology, and modern technology has made it so much easier for real estate agents, because you can find documents via DocuSign. A lot of the stuff I can do remotely. I can hunt for houses on the internet without having to go look at every single house in person. Like the only thing I have to leave my kids for is usually closing, um, showing houses, and maybe signing documents or presenting offers to clients who aren't as technologically savvy. Wow. Or, you know, or CE classes or something, certifications. And just yeah. so you know, I know you're up in, you're up in Alberta, right? Canada, Alberta? You are now listening to With Whale, The Ultimate Show. Yeah, we are. I am in uh, the twin city of Salt Lake because I am from Calgary. I, I lived in Calgary, Alberta for uh, more than 19 years. And usually we, we, we fly through Salt Lake City. So, oh. And I, I know you are from S Salt Lake City. So, yeah, yes, we are I from... Am. Am I, my real estate license actually works in Alberta. So they... It's a reciprocal license, so that's kind of a funny thing, but... Yeah, I noted uh, you were from Salt Lake, and uh, I want to make the comment, because we are in Calgary very privileged to fly to specific locations. There's maybe like six or seven cities, like including London, uh, including Frankfurt, where we have direct flights. And the oh, one, yeah. is, uh, one is uh, Salt Lake City and uh, Denver, Colorado. These are the uh, direct flights usually we have from here. Like it's very tough from here to go to a smaller town in uh, Washington, uh, in Washington State, or in in uh, Montana. Although we can drive there for six hours, but it's it's very expensive, very difficult. But going to Salt Lake City is very uh, simple from here. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I think it's all the Mormons that are up in Canada, so they all want to get to Salt Lake back and forth. So. I don't know. I enjoyed Salt Lake. I went. I I was there a few times. I enjoyed. It. Like it's like uh, I did my PhD in Lafayette, Louisiana. So I have a strong connections to the U.S. And the only reason for me to end it in Canada because Canada was much easier to be a citizen. That's it. <laughs> I was easier to get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is the motive which will make? you coming from real estate agency, which is, as long as you explain it right now, it makes sense, it's easy work, and I believe you make a decent income as well, to switch to life coaching or uh, providing education on organizations and uh, commitment? Well, it's not really a switch per se. It's, it's always been something, it's always been a part of me. I just haven't pursued it and developed it more because well i i've been raising my kids and busy selling houses so it's it's going to be a gradual switch i'm not just going to jump out and go full thing because i still want to be here for my kids on a daily basis 
So it's going to start out small and we're going to gradually get into it bit by bit. And I want to talk to you more about this particular part, but I have been in this business for so long. So I always see real estate agency will come to ad- advise and direct investment so they can get people to help them invest in flip, uh, buy and flip models and different models. So for me, uh, I'm happy to meet you because this is a very interesting um, combination of knowledge when you have real estate and numbers. Uh, majority of people who understand real estate, they understand steps, numbers, and you try to impact individuals who are more heart-centric, they are more into the feeling uh, approach, and uh, you give them directions how to be step-by-step. Step. It's, it's, I love it. Like I enjoyed it. Um, so, so when you talk about starting a small or baby steps, so what are the next steps in your career, for example? What do you want to do next? What do I want to do next? Well, yeah. of course, I need to build the website, do some speaking gigs, make a promo video. Uh, there are steps in this too, but they say if it takes, say, three years to get established or to kind of feel settled in something, three years from now, I want to be three years in. I need to do my work right now. I need to basically build a solid foundation right now because everything builds on top of it. Yeah. So I need to start building it because persistence is the key they say persistence is a god you know grit that you hang on you keep going that is a force of nature is to just hold on and start doing something and keep doing it learn along the way yep i agree and uh, building a platform is not uh, it's it's simple task but it's not easy it's not hard it takes time, but it's not easy. It has a step there. That's great. That's great. So what is your main key message for your uh, customers and the client in the area of coaching? Sorry, uh, I forgot. You said speaking or you want to do speaking and coaching. Correct. Speaking and coaching. So what is your principal messages for them? Like, What is the main messages you give to them? My message is don't be afraid of failing. Every time you fail, you're one step closer to your goal. Everyone, everyone who's good at something was bad at it before they were good at it. So you have to start somewhere. So don't say, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. Like me being on your podcast, I've never been on a podcast before. So I'm kind of nervous. And I'm going to look back at this and be like, whoa, oh my gosh, I should have changed this or that. But you know what? I'm just kind of jumping in, figuring figuring it out as I go and forgiving myself for the mistakes I make along the way because I'm going to learn from them. Yeah. Uh, to be honest better. with you, to be honest with you, I do have an accent and I just take the mic and I talk. That's it. Uh, like I, I like to jump into it. So I appreciate this is the first podcast uh, you are providing to and you become live to it. Uh, for me, a podcast is fun because uh, I can get to know new people new individuals i get to know them personally as well you know like get closer to you and know exactly what's your vision and mission and how how big of a heart you do have this is a key for me and you just jump and just be on the podcast and there's always ways to be able to take it away like the private podcasts are easy so if you don't really like it we can always re-record it and we can do it. so don't 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 feel uh, pressured you know and don't panic you know it's just simple you know like we just talk yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not super worried. Honestly, I'm more worried about my dinner guests coming in an hour and a half at dinner not being ready. That's oh. what I'm more worried about. But okay, so we. We'll... <laughs> you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to do this. I I can pull this off. I can do it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know, I just, I uh, found it uh, one of the fundamental parts. Uh, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to be a coach, or you want to be a trainer, whatever you call it, that uh, you should have some sort of reach out, not within your program, but for people to get to know you as a person. So, podcast was one of the alternative, which is an alternative to the radio, by the way. Like, this is no more than a radio show. An alternative to what? To radio. To radio. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this is an alternative to a radio show. It's no different than a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's good. It's good. It's good. And uh, so what's your vision to your uh, offers? Like, what do you plan to achieve in the next two years as a trainer, coach for organization and uh, accountability? Well, that's a good question. Let me think about this for a second. So what I see myself doing is I have a book that I am still writing, so I'd like to get that published that kind of breaks it down. But they say when you write a book, you write to the one person. Instead of trying to save the world, you, you try and save one person at a time. So my one person that I want to write to is my son because he's getting older. And I just thought, you know, what if I die, I'm going to die someday anyway, but what legacy do I want to leave to my children? So my one person is I'm going to write this story for my son. And then maybe it will resonate with individual people who hear, who hear the message. So basically just basic life skill, like, don't give up times get hard surround yourself with good people have a good have a good um some people call it a tribe but a network of people around you that you trust that will help you when times get hard make a plan don't reinvent the will you can do this anyone from anywhere can get started today and achieve their goals there's not a, a secret for it there is a plan and it's not secret it's out there you just have to follow the plan research your field that you're interested in and find out what it takes to get where you want to go you are now listening to with Wael, the ultimate show yeah no is, uh, and what's the title of your book I haven't written it yet. I don't want to tell the title yet. I'll let you know once it's published. Okay, okay because uh, um, having a book also is one of the foundation for any speaker because there is no serious speakers around who don't have a book. This one of the true. yeah, this one of the secrets. And I meet so indivi- so many individuals who wants to change the world and they have a bigger dream than yours. To, sorry to say that, but they have a dream, but they don't achieve it. You may achieve your dream because you are on the right track. The others want to have a dream to change the whole world. And the minute we start saying, okay, so do you plan to write a book? Said, no, 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 we don't want to write a book. I said, why? Said, no, no, it's just too big of a commitment. So I said, okay, so if you want to change the world and the book is a big commitment, you have a problem. Okay? <laughs> anyway, that's good. No, 
I'm going to change the world through my kids because my kids having all these kids and if they grow up and they have good families, I think that will change the world far more deeply than a book that I could write. Yeah. Yeah. And what other activities do you pursue right now toward your, uh, your, your, your coaching uh, career other than the book? So you talk about the book, the website, what else are you doing? What else am I doing? I practiced reading speeches. So I read a book. I'm trying to think of Daniel Lappin. Yeah. Rabbi Daniel Lappin says, if you want to be a speaker, read out loud for 20 minutes every day. So I sit and read speeches. I have like the greatest speeches of all time and I'll sit and read them like four and four, seven years ago. And Patrick Henry's speech, give me liberty or give me death. So I just sit and read these speeches, but it's, it's interesting actually reading the speech all the way through, but hearing it in my voice, trying to get, trying to get the emotion and, and the, the depth of understanding from those original speeches is kind of enlightening. It takes it to another level. So that's what else I do. It's pretty simple. I just practice speaking and writing a book and I'm trying to get a website launched and I've been trying to get speaking gigs, but because I don't have the resume, I don't have the website set up, people are kind of overlooking me and that it's kind of bugging me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's get the website going to show them that I am capable of delivering a message that people would like to hear that adds value to their lives. Yeah. We call it authority. So it's one of the, of us as a, speaker you must have an authority and the part of the authority is uh, what you put out to the world to say i am the one who you deserve to hear about it so i love it i love what you do <laughs> and out of the greatest speech which one will stick in your mind right now you said you read them i didn't read this book so I, I have it but i didn't read the book but so which one did you stick well there are a few that stuck out one that I really like was John F. Kennedy's inaugural speech where he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Citizens of the world, ask, ask not what America can do for you, but what we can do to help the world. Like everyone needs to be responsible for their own life and try to spread their light to other people instead of just trying to take and take and take and try and get what they can from whoever they can. And what so, year did he give this uh, particular speech? Oh, when was he inaugurated? 60, 19, was it 1960, 1960 something? I don't yeah, know. the reason for me to ask because you remind me because I came from Egypt, I came from the Middle East. So back 1995 to this, the other side of the globe. And we had a song, a very famous song, which said, don't say what Egypt gave you, ask what you give to Egypt. So it's the same sentence. So I'm, I wonder, like, is in every continent, in every set, in every country, somebody's saying the same thing, okay? Don't ask how much the tax money gave you, ask how much you give to your countries. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's more than financially. Well, I think people take from America financially. But I think people, citizens can give to America more than their tax money. I don't see it as what can you give America financially because people already pay their taxes. What can you give America is your, your human 
resources, being a good person, being a good neighbor, strengthening your community, strengthening your family, becoming a better individual. As each individual, each individual takes responsibility for their actions and for their growth and for being a good person, then they can spread that good to another thing and it, it builds synergy. So if a good person is married to another good person, great, then that's two people. But is it really two people? It, it has the strength of more than two. And then if you have a, a strong family, that spreads out to the community, to the schools you're at, your kids attend, to the church you attend, to the, your office. It makes your office better if, there's a, if you have good people in your office. So it basically, it strengthens one person at a time. Everyone needs to take responsibility for being a good person and being the best version of themselves. And it, it makes everything stronger. You are now listening to With Whale, The Ultimate Show. Yeah. I wasn't surprised this is sticking in your mind and this is your understanding of the word because when you start to describe your program, you talk about, I, I took it as accountability, but I believe in real, you want to teach people how to be responsible for their dreams, not accountable for their dreams, which is, I love it. <laughs> I love, and what is the other, do you have, do you have any other uh, state, uh, speech out of the greatest speech, which stick also you can share with us? If this be treason, make the most of it. Give me no, liberty or give me death. I'm asking if you have another, if there is another, a second one which make, uh, uh, do you have a second or do you remember a second one which is stuck in your mind as well? Um, yeah, I like the Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death. I, I like that one also. Oh. So this is the opposite of the first one because give me liberty or give me death is uh, is the opposite of uh, what don't ask what you do for Amer- what America is doing for you but ask what America what you do for America right one of yeah. them one of them on the socialism and the other one I believe in is more liberal and anti-government so well I don't know that it's anti-government it was anti-British rule because we had taxation without representation which was very unfair and unjust and upsetting so it was treason to speak against the king but part of america's bill of rights is the freedom of speech well of course that bill of rights wasn't there when patrick henry gave the gave the speech he kind of started the revolution they gave us the constitution as kind of a the brainchild of that revolution but it was a way of being. Freedom is a way of being. Everyone, yes, people want freedom, but people don't want personal responsibility for their actions. People want to be free to choose whatever they want to do, but no one, but, but you're not free to choose the consequences of your actions. There is natural law. There are certain things that happen. If you do certain things, certain things happen as a result of your action or inaction. Whether your actions are positive, then they, you get positive results. If your actions are negative, then you get negative results. Wow. And people, people see 
people see this law in nature, they'll say if you plant a seed of corn, it will grow into a corn plant and you will get a stalk of corn that will grow. But people don't see that habits and values and thoughts and ideas also have plants and a fruit and a harvest. You are now listening to With Whale, The Ultimate Show. And who is responsible for people not to see that? Is it themselves or the surrounding or the education systems they go through or the daily, I don't want to call it uh, painful life or, or what? I know it's a more deep question. We can get around it. But in, your, in just a nutshell, like who is responsible for the ordinary res- uh, people not to see that? People should be responsible for their own actions. Who said it so? Um, who says people are responsible for their own actions? Yes. Well, isn't it kind of a Judeo-Christian, I suppose God, God put us here on earth to, and we are responsible for our salvation. God entrusted us with our own salvation. Like he gave us a way to return to heaven. He gave us our free agency. He said, okay, here is, you have choices and you have free agency. So when Adam and Eve were, were partook of the fruit and they, they ate of the tree of knowledge and good and evil, they were no longer innocent children anymore. Innocent like children, they had knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. So when However, they took a- however, I have to stop you here because, however, we have to uh, acknowledge uh, one thing that not all of our audience believes in these principles. Like uh, we may do believe or may don't believe in it based on how we were brought up and how we grow. But you will meet different people and you have to appreciate uh, what their uh, belief system or we don't reject anybody that's right. We just basically. They They don't have to believe it. That's what I believe. You said, where does it come from? So I think it comes from the creator. Yeah, which is, uh, which is, uh, I cannot say I agree or I don't agree because I have to be neutral as a host. Uh, Which I always say that, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, so that's good. Okay, so if we want to, if I want to ask you, like, what is the the top three advices you provide to our audience toward getting more responsible for their dreams now? Because this is what I I retained about your uh, discussion is you want to teach people how to be more responsible for their dreams to achieve them. And, mm-hmm. and you will also train them how to break the dreams into achievable steps so they can move forward and make their, tr- their dream a truth. So what is the top three advices you can give it to our audience? Make a goal. Break it into smaller steps. Find, make a plan. Um, break it into smaller steps. Make a plan. Find someone or read about someone, but if you can find a real person to mentor you through it, that's great too. So make your plan, make it a good plan, the best plan you can make, and stick with it, no matter what. Whether whether 
good, whether it's bad, you stick with it. That consistency, that persistence on solid principles is what is going to yield results. Wow, these are powerful three uh, recommendations. I love them. And if uh, any of our audience wants to connect with you, how they can uh, reach out to you? They can reach out to me at DebraBenJordan at gmail.com. Okay, and uh, I, w I promise when you have your platform and website up to have a second uh, interview with you to be able to mm -hmm. give them the platform, uh, uh, more, more on the platform. I highly enjoyed it, Dobra, and uh, I uh, thank you for you joining my show and uh, looking forward to, to, get, to have you a second time. Great. Thank you so much, Wile. I really appreciate you interviewing me. I'll yeah. talk to you later. We'll be in touch. Thank you for listening to With Wael, The Ultimate Show.